I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894. 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Everything you put out should be targeted towards your avatar. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. If you are loving the Work On Your Game podcast and you want to know what is the next step you can take to get further into this world, what you need to do is go claim your free copy of my newest book, The Third Day. In that book, I'm going to give you some simple performance formulas, brand new formulas that will help you be more consistent and disciplined and trust yourself more. And all of this with no willpower required. All you have to do is follow these new approaches that I'm going to give you about performing, consistency and discipline. You're going to learn to trust yourself, perform at a high level, build that reputation, and you will not need to will yourself into working hard or any of that old stuff that you've been hearing from other people about consistency. I'm going to show you the way to do it right. I'm going to give you the book for free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. So that's my newest book, Third Day. I'm going to give it to you free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. It's a physical book. The link is thirddaybook.com. Many people have asked me, Dre, do you do any form of coaching? Answer is yes. I have two coaching programs open as a matter of fact. First, my one-on-one coaching program is my third day mastermind. For those of you who want one-on-one personalized attention, where it's just you and I, we talk specifically about your goals, your challenges, where you want to go business professional-wise, where you're trying to get to, where you're at, what type of changes need to happen, whether those are tangible changes, intangible changes, starting with the being, then the doing. Of course, we got to get to the measurable havings. That is in my third day mastermind. My other coaching program is my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is my group coaching program where I will help you have clear, duplicatable systems for yourself and for your business and the discipline to execute. And I will help you make sure you have all of that stuff in place in 30 days or less. And then You're going to stick around the program even when you have your systems in place so that you can build your network, so that you can connect with other people, so that you can trade for services, so that you can make those phone calls and send a text message and get problems handled that you otherwise don't need to be handling yourself or would not be able to handle yourself. That is in my group program called the Bulletproof Mastermind. You can get information and join either program by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. Again, That is WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com for my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching program. For one-on-one, you hop on a Zoom call with me so we can talk about who you are, where you're at, and how we can get started. And the group coaching program, you can sign up right there on the website right now. Both programs, all information, all details, and get started by going to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com.
You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and offensively, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, mindsets, all under the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, you are not your avatar. This topic is specifically for the business people out there, anybody who is selling anything, doesn't matter what you sell, that is who this topic is directed towards. So before I get to that, I'll tell you the same thing I tell you every day, that I send out a daily motivation text. Every day, it's a daily motivation. You want to get that text straight to your phone every morning, free of charge. All you got to do is text me at the same number that I'll text you from. My number is 305-384-6894. Just send me a text right now at that number. Let me know you want the daily motivation. And every day, you'll be getting that message straight to your phone, straight from me. And another benefit of that text line that I don't even always mention, but it is true, that that is me sending those texts so you can actually respond to that text. And you will be engaging. You can have a conversation directly with me through text message right there at that number. The number again, 305-384-6894. Now, this topic right here, you are not your avatar. As I told you, specifically for the business people. And this topic came from a conversation that I was having inside of the Bulletproof Mastermind. And one of the members was talking about, one of the members of the Mastermind was asking some questions about, well, They want to sell certain things to certain people, and they had some challenges about what they were selling, how they were selling it, how much they were selling it for, et cetera. And one of the things that this person let on was, well, I don't want to sell a certain thing for a certain price because I personally wouldn't buy a certain thing for a certain price. And someone else in the group spoke up and said, well, listen, you are not the person that you're selling to. Your ideal customer is not necessarily exactly like you. All right. So in that, is the idea behind this episode. And when that person said that, I said to myself, like, damn, not to myself, actually, I said it out loud. Like, you know what? That actually is a very good point that you made. And I need to talk about that to everybody. That's not just a conversation. That conversation is in the mastermind. But I thought, you know what? I never actually made an episode on the Work On Your Game show where I talked about that very principle, even though it's a very uh, astute point. So here is that episode. So and that the people in the mastermind, I told them I was going to do this episode. So here it is. So now they will all be able to listen to it. And y'all will understand exactly what I mean in a minute. But what this means in general is person that you are selling your products and services and offerings to, they don't have the same, necessarily the same sensibilities and the same needs, wants, desires that you have. So the person that you're selling to is not just like you. They're not exactly like you. They might want the things that you have. They have. They want the things that you're offering in the way that you're offering them. But the things that you would buy or would not buy, or the amount of money that you would spend or would not spend, does not does not directly correlate to what your ideal customers would buy, not buy, spend, or not spend. That's the idea of what we're going to share here today. And this is related to episode 793. The topic of that episode is the problem is not the solution. And in an episode, I talked about how just because you got into a situation through methods A, B, and C does not mean you undo it by doing C, B, A, by doing the exact thing in the opposite direction. No, often the solution to a situation is different than the the actual issue that caused the problem. 
And what we're talking about here today, as I said, person you're selling to is not you. And you must have the mindset of understanding that just because you wouldn't do something doesn't mean there's not somebody else out there that would do it. And when you're selling things, you need to have this understanding because if you don't, it will cost you a lot of money and a lot of time. So let's get into it. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is you are not your avatar in sales. So first of all, let's get clear. What is an avatar? Now, I'm not talking about avatar the movie. You remember that movie where they had the, the 3D glasses that you put on when you went to the movie theater? I went to the movie theater to see that movie. I remember this. I don't know what year that was. Whenever that movie Avatar came out and it was a very, very popular movie. And I went in there and I sat in the movie theater, whoever I was with at that time. And we sat in there for maybe like the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. I didn't like sitting there with those glasses on. And the movie just wasn't that entertaining to me. I'm not a big movie person. So don't take this as Avatar is a bad movie. I'm just not into movies like that, especially that kind of movie, whatever that was. And I didn't even stay. So I'm not talking about Avatar the movie. I'm talking about Avatar when it comes to business. And for those of you who don't know what that is, let me give you the definition. Definition of Avatar is someone who represents a type of person, an idea, or a quality. That's the definition of an avatar. In business, many businesses have avatars. And a business avatar is, and this can be for an individual who's selling, let's say, one-on-one coaching, or you do speaking gigs, or you write books. You can have an avatar. You can be a solopreneur, and you have an avatar. That is the, the person who represents, the fictitious person who represents your ideal client. That is your avatar. And big businesses also have avatars. So a company like Walmart or General Cinema Movie Theaters or Whole Foods, they have avatars as well. That is the a fictitious person, one person that represents their ideal client. And they make their decisions about what they sell and how they sell things based on what their avatar would like. And we're going to get in more into that momentarily. So businesses have avatars and they are a specific fictitious person ideal for what they offer. There was a story that I don't remember who was telling the story. I can't remember who the person was, but they were talking about how they were they had this product that they were trying to get onto shelves in grocery stores and convenience stores and things like that. So this person was able to finagle a meeting with Target. Now, Target, for those of you who don't know the, the merchandise world, well, everybody knows about Target, right? Everybody knows what Target is. Target's a pretty damn big company. Any city that you go to in America, there's a Target somewhere within driving distance, right? So this guy was trying to get his product in Target stores, which would be a really, really big deal because he would sell, you know, you're going to sell a lot of product, you get in Target. It's going to be a big purchase order, but it's also going to be a, be a lot of sales that you can make on the back end from the consumers simply because your product is in Target. So this person has all of these different products that he sells as he's telling the story. He has like 10 different products that he sells. So he is in this meeting with Target to show them all of these products and hopefully Target picks up one or a few of these products to put on their shelves. So as he's sitting in there in this meeting with the buyers from Target, and for those of you who don't know how the, the merchandising world works, the people who actually order the products that go on the shelves so that you and I can go in the store and buy them, those people are called the buyers. So I'm not talking about buyers like the customers that pay for stuff at the cash register. The buyers are the people who work for Target. They buy, quote unquote, a product from a creator of a product. So let's say if I created a new water bottle, that a buyer is the type of person who will look at my water bottle and decide, does Target want to sell that product? So this guy's in a meeting with a bunch of buyers from Target and they're deciding, they're looking at his stuff and deciding whether or not they would want to order a few of his products to sell on their shelves. So as he's going through, he's showing them product, this product and that product and that product. And the people in Target, the Target buyers, they're responding, looking at the product and they're saying, uh, I'm not sure Julie will like that. 
He shows them a different product. And they say, well, I'm not sure Julie would like that one either. And after they said that about three times, I'm not sure Julie would like this product. This guy who has all these different products, he says, well, shit, if we're having this meeting and Julie wouldn't like the product. Well, where the hell is Julie? Let's get Julie in the room so that she can tell me exactly what she likes so that I'm not you know, going through a third person talking to y'all when Julie is the one who's actually the decision maker. She's the decision maker. Let's get Julie in the room and let me show Julie all of my products and sell them show, instead of showing them to you all. And the people in the room, they laughed a little bit and they said, oh, no, Julie is not a real person. Julie is just our avatar. Julie is our ideal customer. And so I'll share with you that story so that you understand the concept of the avatar. A company like Target, a company like Whole Foods, a company like Walmart, a company like Sony, uh, Goodyear, Toyota, Mercedes-Benz, these companies all have their version of Julie. And they don't doesn't have to be named Julie, but they do give it an actual name. And what they do is they go out and create an entire profile around this. Any of you who does any digital marketing, you do any content marketing, you do any copywriting, you understand the concept of avatars. And if you don't, you should understand it because it will help you in your in writing your material, writing your copy, because everything you put out should be targeted towards your avatar, your ideal customer. Now, I know you might have 10 different customers, but you want to figure out who is your ideal customer. If You only had one. You had to sell everything that you had just to this one person over and over again because you know they're going to buy it. Who is that person? And I don't care how much it costs, the highest ticket price thing and the lowest ticket price thing, they're going to buy all of it. Who is that ideal person for you? That is your avatar. And what you want to do is give them a name and you want to lay out their entire life. How old are they? What do they do for a living? Do they have kids? Do they have pets at home? No. What are they interested in? What are they happy about? What are they unhappy about? What are their challenges? What is their ideal situation compared to their current situation? Where have they purchased from before? Who are they interested in outside of yourself? Why were they interested in you in the first place? No. What are the things that you do they really like? What are some things you're doing that they wish would change? You want to know all of these things. Basically, you want to get into the mind of your ideal customer. You want to know their mind better than they know their own mind. That is the job. That is the purpose, rather, of having an avatar. And that's your job as a salesperson. So everything you share when you have an avatar should be targeted towards that person. And your avatar is also known as your ideal customer. It's the same thing. So now that we know what an avatar is, Everybody clear on that? Now let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is you are not your avatar. Number two, the people who want to and will buy from you are not exactly like you. This is the thesis of today's masterclass. Just because they buy something from you, just because they like you, just because they listen to you, just because they subscribe to your show and they read your book and they bought whatever it is you were selling, does not mean that they are exactly like you. What it means is they like what you offer. That is not the same as being exactly like you. And you really thought about it. I mean, would you buy everything that you offer? Probably not, simply because you already know it. Why would you buy it? Or you already got it. You're the one giving it out. So you don't have to buy it because you already have it. So if you really think about it on a, at a super literal, logical level, you are not your ideal customer simply because you already have all the stuff that you're selling. The reason people buy it from you because they don't have it. So you are not your ideal client. You need to keep this in mind when you're selling it things because you don't want to make decisions for your customers or your prospects or your avatars that they haven't even gotten a chance to make for themselves. So don't say to yourself, well, I wouldn't buy X, so I'm not going to sell X. No, that makes no sense because of course you wouldn't buy X. You already have X. You should sell it if your target ideal client, aka your avatar, if they would buy it. So this requires you to step outside of yourself, stop being so self-conscious, stop being so self-centered and thinking everything needs to run through the filter of 
what would I do? And running through the filter of what would Julie, in the case of Target, what would Julie do? What would my ideal client do? And this is a this is a skill that you have to develop because most of us as human beings, we go through our entire lives, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, thinking about what? Ourselves. What's in it for me? What would I do? What do I care about? Do I want this? Do I not want this? What do I think? What's my opinion? What's my perspective? When you are selling, you have to remove yourself from that. You have to step out of thinking about yourself and you got to think about the person that you're selling to. Again, they're not you. They don't think the way that you think. They don't have the same things that you have. Their needs are different from yours. Therefore, they're going to make different decisions from you. So you should not expect them to think the same way that you do. So if you wouldn't buy your coaching program simply because you already know everything that your coaching people want, that makes a lot of damn sense, doesn't it? But guess what? There are people who don't know what you know. They would buy it. So you don't make that decision for them because, again, if you really think about that, that would cost you a lot of money. If you refuse to sell something or you just decline to sell something because you think, well, nobody would want that because they already know it. No, they don't know it. You already know it, but you're not the customer. Now you're the salesperson. Those are two completely different roles. So the people who are buying from you and who would buy from you if you would just offer them what they actually want, they are not you. Some of them may be similar to you in some ways. I'm sure many people who listen to this show, many people who are who like you know work on your game, you're similar to me in some ways. Maybe you're an athlete. Maybe you're into sports. Maybe you like the fact that you know I get straight to the point. Maybe you like the fact that I break things down literally and I explain the definition of words. Maybe you like the fact that I use profanity. Maybe you like the fact that I'm not into the woke shit. Maybe you like the fact that, who knows, it may be a lot of different things you like. You like the fact that I just keep it real and I'm honest about certain things and I will talk about topics that we know a lot of people are afraid to talk about. There are a lot of things that you may enjoy about me that make you similar to me, but that doesn't mean we're the exact same person, right? We don't have all the same needs. We don't have the same wants. We don't have all the same desires, even though we may have some things in common. So there's a big difference between being the same person and having things in common. And you as a salesperson, you have to be able to step outside of thinking about just yourself and think about who you're actually selling to. So this level of humility that you have to have as a marketer will actually help you make a lot of money as a salesperson. Everybody still with me here? So while many of your target customers will have some similarities to you, because that's probably the, some of the things they like about you, the things that they really enjoy are things that you probably most like putting out about yourself, things that are most prominent about you. But many of them are not 100 percent like you. Right. Some of you have some of you have not things about you that I you're in certain aspects, in certain worlds and in certain communities that I know nothing about. I probably I might not want to know anything about. I may never partake in some of the things that you spend a lot of time on that you really care about. But it's the things that I offer that you really do want. That is what that's where we kind of that Venn diagram. That's where we intersect. And that's exactly how it should be. Because if we were exactly the same, then you probably wouldn't be listening to the show because everything that I'm saying, you might already have thought it already. You might have already said it. So what would you need me for? So people are into you as a salesperson, as a business, as an entity, because of what you represent and what you can offer them. All right. Not because they are exactly like you or and not because they're trying to be you. And that's another thing, especially you solopreneurs, you speakers, coaches, you brand builders, you people who are the face of your business, you must have the humility to understand that even though people might like what you say and they might like what you do, they might even like how you present yourself, like how you look and like how you walk and talk, doesn't mean they want to be you. All right, my ideal clients are not people who want to be me. All right, my ideal clients, have don't they have no desire to be anything like me 
And that actually might be part of what draws us together because they're not trying to be me. I'm not trying to be them. But when we're communicating on the level of the things that they most want from me, that's where we connect. That's exactly how it should be. And you as a salesperson, you must, must, must get this uh, engraved on your brain and not think that everybody else thinks the same way that you do. That is the height of what's the word there? It's just it's just a, a certain level of arrogance, for lack of a better term, thinking that everybody else thinks like you. That will cost you a lot in business. You probably wouldn't buy everything that you sell. As I said, since you already have it, you know what you said it before. Your clients and customers need it, though. So on this point alone, it makes perfect sense that they're not you. So your offerings are filling their gaps. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is you are not your avatar. What does this all really mean for you? Do not base your offers or your marketing on what you like and what you will respond to. Let me say that one more time. Do not base your offerings or your marketing or your sales pitches or your YouTube videos or your emails or your products or your sales or your programs or your events or your anything else, whatever else you can sell, whatever other names you give to the things that you sell. Do not base them on what you would buy. Why? Because your ideal client is not you. And when you start, when you understand this, not only logically, but emotionally, it will revolutionize the way that you put your stuff out there. You know, sometimes I'll give you an example. Sometimes when I you know back in, let's say I used to blog a lot on my, I would post all my blogs at first when I was first writing on my website, dreallday.com. Now I, I send most of my new articles, everything goes through email first and it ends up on my website and on Facebooks and stuff like that. But I send it through my email list first. I remember I used to write these titles before I understood the concept of copywriting. I actually had some good copywriting skills when I was selling, but when it was like blogging and stuff like that, I would often write with, I would write these, uh, these titles that would be so ambiguous that only certain people would get it. I'd be talking about certain things that you would have to have a niche, niche understanding of certain topics to even know what I was talking about. I might quote something from a movie or a, a rap lyric or something that if you didn't listen, you didn't see that movie or you didn't listen to rap, then you would have no idea what the hell I was talking about. And you probably would never have read my article in the first place. And that was because before I understood this concept that I'm explaining to you here today, I used to write for people who thought like me. And yes, there were people who knew about it and there were people who would read it and they would enjoy it. The problem was those people who I was connecting with when I was using those references that only some people would know, they were similar to me in thought, but they were not my ideal client. So as I've gotten better understanding of what the ideal client is, and I have a good idea of who my ideal client is, I now understand how I need to write has nothing to do with what I would open or what I would buy or what I would be interested in because I, again, I am not my ideal client. So this is what it really means for you. Don't base what you do on what you are interested in, based on what they are interested in. And this is a hard one to, this is a hard one for some people to get in their own minds, to get around emotionally because you're only thinking about, hmm, all right, do I care about this? Am I interested in this? Is this, is this something that would get me excited? That is the wrong question to ask. Remember that whenever you're dealing with other people, everyone's tuned into the same radio station, WIIFM, what's in it for me? And you're asking that and as is everybody else. So what's in it for you, salesperson, is that you get to sell your stuff. And how you sell your stuff is by turning off what's in it for you and turning on what's in it for them or what's in it for Jay, Julie, what's in it for my ideal customer, my avatar, whoever that avatar is happens to be. So base your offerings and your all your communication on what your target people want, and what they need, and look at the data. Data decides. People look at what they're actually responding to. 
if your target people are not responding to something that you thought was perfect for them, they are giving you a loud and clear message. You were wrong. That was not for them. You need to come up with something better. And it's the great thing. The great thing about digital marketing that we have these days being on the Internet and content creation and email and stuff like that. You can put something out and it not land. Next day, you can put something else out. And the marginal additional cost of doing so is often negligible, close to zero. Sometimes it is exactly zero. So the good thing is you can do this over and over and over again, even if you make a mistake and you can dust yourself off and try again to quote the late, great Aaliyah. Some of you don't even know who that is. The point is you have to stop being selfish and stop running everything through the filter of your personal preferences and start thinking like a salesperson. Salespeople are not selfish. You know who salespeople think about? They think about the people that they sell to. They don't think about themselves. They think about the people that they sell to. And when that salesperson does things for the people that they sell to, guess what those people do? They buy. And then guess what happens? The salesperson gets everything that they want. So as the late, great Zig Ziglar said, give other people everything that they want and you get everything that you want. So it requires you to step out of thinking about yourself. Do not base your price on what you would pay or what you would buy. Base it on what your avatar would pay and what they would buy. Because about them is not about you. You're not selling to yourself. Now you're selling to your avatar. Steve Jobs didn't seem like personally. I don't, I don't know Steve Jobs, but I saw a lot of his presentations. I read the Steve Jobs book written by Walter Isaacson. If you haven't read it, you should read it. It's a really good book. Steve Jobs didn't seem like the type of person who would sit around on the couch and play around with an iPhone all day. He seemed like that type of person. Any of you who read the book or have seen his presentations or just seen interviews of him or heard about him, does he seem like the type of guy who would just mess around on an iPhone all day? He didn't seem, he doesn't seem like that type of person to me. But Steve Jobs made the iPhone and he sold it. And the iPhone is the reason Apple is a billion, whatever dollar company these days because of that iPhone, even though Steve Jobs does not seem like the type of person who would buy an iPhone. But he knew, actually, he would buy an iPhone, but he doesn't seem like the type of person who would be obsessed with the iPhone. Let's put it that way. He wouldn't be obsessed with it. But he knew that his customers wanted an iPhone. And that's why he went and created it. The biggest mistake that many salespeople make, and again, this is the salespeople who create their own offers and set their own prices is that you run everything through the filter of what you do. All right, stop doing that. That is selfish. It is arrogant. It is self-centered. And it's costing you a lot of money, most important part. That is the wrong question. What would I do? No, the question is, what would my, what would Julie do? What would my target customer do? Let's recap today's class, which is, you are not your avatar. Make sure you check episode 793. Also, the problem is not the solution. Point number one, avatar is someone who represents the ideal person in your business, your ideal client for what you are offering. Just like Target said, I'm not sure Julie would like that product. Julie is not a real human. Julie is the ideal Target customer. Now, even though you have a Target customer, I'll add this as a, a little caveat here for anyone who might be thinking this. Just because your Target customer is a certain type of person doesn't mean other people won't come in. I personally am not the Target customer for a company like Apple. Apple's Target customer is that uh, tech, really tech savvy, tech obsessed geek type person, maybe not even, they don't have to be tech savvy because Apple's products are made so that you don't have to take anything apart and do anything like that. But people who are just into these new gadgets and having this stuff all the time, even though I have all the stuff on, right here on my computer, on my desk, rather, I got two iPhones, I got an iPad, I got an Apple Watch on, I got a MacBook in front of me. I bought the stuff, but I'm not their ideal client. I'm kind of like in one of those outer concentric circles. So understand that even though you are marketing to your target customer, it doesn't mean other people won't come in. So that is your avatar. Everything you share should target the ideal customer and nothing, nobody else. Number two, people who want to and will buy from you are not exactly like you. They, there are some similarities between you and them, but they are not you. So don't think that what you wouldn't do or what you would do is the same as what they would not do and what they would do. 
they are different from you. Point number three, what this all really means is do not base your offers and your marketing on what you like and what you will respond to because you are not the buyer. All right. Like Mari Povis used to say on that TV show, you are not the father. All right. You are not the buyer. Do not sell to yourself. Base your offers on what you tar- what your target people want, what they need and what they respond to. This requires you to stop being selfish and stop running everything through the filter of your personal preferences. Think like a salesperson. You know what salespeople do? They think about the people that they sell to, and that's how they make their money. They don't think about themselves. Steve Jobs, again, he didn't seem like the type of person to mess around on an iPhone all day, but he created the iPhone because he knew what his target customers wanted, not what he himself wanted. So make sure you're asking the right question. All this said, send me a text. You can get my daily motivation text every single day. My number is 305-384-6894. If you would like to get into my live training calls every week where I do a training on business and a training on mindset, and we have a members-only community, where we exchange ideas, share, help each other with challenges, share wins, successes, and everything in between. It is a mastermind. It's called the Boogerproof Mastermind. You want to be a part of it? Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.